Praise the Lord, everybody. Like what you feel in the house today. I don't know. I assume that most didn't expect to feel what they felt when they came to the house of the Lord. Sometimes I think we look to come to be entertained, come to have a show and this and that. I'd rather come to church and feel the presence of God than any and all of that above. I know, Brother Andre, God is doing something special in your life. Some of you others, you began to pray today as you felt the unction of the Holy Ghost move upon you. And I know that I know that God is trying to do something in your life. It's not an accident that we're here. And it may be a long weekend. Many might be gone, but you're here and that's all that matters. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you are. God bless you. I'm looking at the book of Matthew. Sister Plale, you're going to have a fun time today. I'm just going to read one verse, Matthew 11, verse number 5. said, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. You know, I titled this, if I could, the brief down message. I read you loud and clear. I read you loud and clear. Would you pray with me today? If you want to set your Bibles down, that's okay. God, we love you and we praise you. We thank you for what you have done already in this service and what you are doing right this very second and what you will do at the very end. We put you in total control, God. We're not driving this thing. We're not trying to manipulate it. It's all you, God, and that's all that matters. Would somebody say in Jesus' name with me, God bless you. You can be seated. It is, it is without um, question I go back. I date myself when I look at uh, CBs and different things like that. Anybody remember CBs? <laughs> Brother Rick, they had a CB in all the trucks, and you'd talk back and forth. They had that trucker talking. And, and uh, I brought my really cool cross. I couldn't find a CD or CB. So I made one. Breaker, breaker. One nine. This is Tommy Two-Ton. Got a load of tamales going to the post office. Anybody out there? You got your ears on? Any Smokies out there? There you go. That was it. You came for special effects. You got it. I'm here to tell you that God is trying to talk to somebody today. He is trying to reach down, just like with the CB. The problem is that if you're on the right channel and there's not too much distraction and you're going in the same direction, you can have a conversation. But one goes one way and one goes the other way and you lose communication and you can no longer talk to one another. I'm here to tell somebody, get going the right direction. Get on the right channel. Note this. God is trying to talk to you. God is trying to do a good thing in your life. I read you loud and clear, Lord. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. I just need to go the right direction. I need to stay on channel. Over 200 or 2,200 times the word here or a derivative is being used in your Bible. It's important. We focus on this because this gets us in a lot of trouble, but so does this. 
When I get myself so consumed and I'm not listening to anything, I tune you out. Am I too loud now? Can't hear nothing. These are noise canceling. One of those guys talking like really loud. Don't talk to me, Lord. I don't want to hear what you're trying to say. And he's saying, come on, friend of mine. Come on, brother. Come on, sister. Lift your hands. Would you lift them? Would you step forward towards the altar? Would you begin to dedicate your life? Would you push down all that pride and all that indifference and those things that keep us right where we're at entrenched? And he's saying, come on, listen to what I'm trying to say. The Spirit of God is trying to talk to the church. And I preach this morning. Sometimes we lose our hearing by just a matter of environmental things. Brother Stacy, you're in a saw a lot. You don't wear earplugs and you're deaf as all get out. What? Okay. I drove with a truck. I was a trucker. I drove with the window down. Environment began to help me lose this. Sometimes it's gradual. And it is in the spiritual world the same way. We allow things to get in our lives. We allow voices to get in our heads. We allow things that just to get it all distorted and we can't tell if that's the voice of God or that's the will of God because we're just... And we're a society that loves noise. Come on, can I talk to somebody today? I didn't give you any of these notes, but they say you can't even sleep without white noise. Can't sleep without pink noise. Can't sleep without brown noise. Can't sleep without, what's the other one? Blue noise. Some are high pitch, some are low pitch. Might be raindrops falling on your head. It might be sea breezes or waves crashing on the shore or it might be a fan or it might be a radio and a voice. Whatever it is, if we're not careful, we let those things keep us so confused we can't even hear the voice of God. Come on, I want to talk to somebody today. God is trying to get us to pull that stuff away. It's exactly what was happening in this house today. Whether it's gradual or whether it's all of a sudden it's a light switch that we turn off. We make a choice. God forbid that, this, that any one of us might be that who has just heard the word of the Lord, heard the voice of the Lord, and just turned it off. Jonah did that. Jonah heard the voice of the Lord in Jonah chapter 2 verse 1. Or 1 verse 1. And what's he do? He ignores it. And he says, I'm going to go do what I want to do. Oh, church, please, let's not do that. We're in the last days. Many of those verses, I didn't even give, uh, Sister Plales got those, but we're talking about hearing. If you have an ear, you need to hear. And every one of those are times when Jesus was talking to the church, whether it was about the soil or whether it was about the coming of the Lord. Jonah says, I'm not listening. And he goes and jumps into a ship and goes into the innermost Brother Josh and he, he just goes to sleep. He says, I'm just tuning the Lord out. And, um, well, you know the story. <laughs> he gets tossed overboard. And even the ungodly knew the voice of God more than the godly. And they tossed him overboard. And when 
when he comes to himself, chapter 3, verse number 1, I like this. Then Jonah prayed. The sad part is it took three days and three nights. We make decisions without any godly counsel. We go places that we know we shouldn't go. Thankfully, he's, he's there when we do pray. But three days in the belly of a whale or a great fish, and when he gets spit up on the shore, he does what he needs to do. Thank you, Jesus. So sometimes it's gradual about spiritual things, and sometimes it's just light on, light off. Eli allowed the lamp of the Lord to go out in 1 Samuel. And so God said, well, Eli, you let things take place the way they are. You don't want to get things right. Well, then I'm going to use somebody that wants to be right. Just telling you what the Word says, and he does. Samuel gets, he's a miracle, and Samuel's dedicated. And I, I love the story of Samuel. He is brought there, and the Bible says that he worked. He worked, he ministered before the Lord, 1 Samuel 2, verse 18. He didn't have a position, hello? He didn't have a placard. He didn't have anybody going, whoo, did you see who mowed the grass? Did you see who did this? I am so thankful that there are people that do things without any pressure. They know the vacuuming needs to be done, they do it. They know the windows need to be cleaned or the lawn needs to be mowed or something needs to be picked up. They're just, they're just ministering before the Lord and he was still just a child. No parade. He just needed, he did what needed to be done. Praise God. Verse 21 and 26, the same chapter. Brother Jeremiah says, And the child Samuel grew. You know why he grew? Because he was in the presence of the Lord. You know why he grew? Because he pulled aside distractions and he said, I see what Eli is doing. I see Hophni and Phinehas and their wicked ways, but I'm not going to put my eyes on that. Instead, I'm going to put them on Jesus. That is the, some of the best advice. If you are new in the church, and I mean in the last year, put your eyes on Jesus and stop looking at other people. Stop looking at their faults because it's not hard to find them. If you look in the mirror, you'll see those also. He's in the presence, and he grew, and the Lord called him in chapter 3, verses 4, 6, 8, and then verse number 10. The Lord spoke to him. Samuel woke up in the middle of the night because he heard the voice of the Lord. There was without, without distractions, he was on the right channel. Without hindrances, he was all ears. He said, I hear you loud and clear, Lord. He thought maybe it was Eli, the man of God. So he went to him, and Eli said after the third time, it must be the Lord. You see, Eli had not done what was right. He'd allowed those reprobate kids to do what they were doing. It's his fault. He let the lamp go out. God was raising up a young man, and he took Samuel, and he pulled him close. He said, Eli told him, he said, well, even in his backslidden situation, he said, you just ask the Lord. You just tell him, here am I. Here's your servant. Speak to me. Tell me what you want. And the Lord revealed to him spiritual things. 
When we make ourselves available, church, when we put ourselves on the right wavelength, when we stop allowing hindrances and influences and things that are negative. Now, I realize we've got to work and we've got to live in this world, and sometimes it's hard to go to work without impressions of things. But I believe we have a lot more power than we give ourselves credit for. That's why he gives us the Holy Ghost, power to be overcomers. And in Revelations, Jesus or John the Revelator says that he that had ears, let him hear. And he talks about overcomers in chapter number 3 of Revelation. Verse after verse. If you have ears and you're listening. If you have ears and you're tuning yourself in. If you've got ears and you're not ignoring the man of God and the will of God. Can I just talk to somebody for a second? Your pastor has been hand selected by God. He has been chosen. Jeremiah 3.15 says, I, have, I will give you pastors after my own heart. He handpicked him. He said, oh, but I wish I had Brother Blackshear. Brother Blackshear is a great man. I love that man. He's a great man of God. He's a preacher of righteousness. But he is not appointed to Palmer Pentecostal Church. Pastor Ron Herring and, and his his. Great wife, Sister Cindy Herring, they are here. They have been here through thick and thin. And when the man of God stands up and says, I feel like the presence of God is moving in this place, somebody, will you respond to the moving of the Holy Ghost? Somebody, would you come up here and lift your hands up? I've got faith God's going to do something in your life. And you do. I hear you loud and clear. Tell me, please, I'm listening. Pastor, don't look at our faces. Jeremiah 1.8. Ignore our request to preach smooth things and look for, for those little sermonettes of prosperity and wealth and grace and mercy without repentance or change. Did you hear what I said? That's what the church world is looking for. They're looking for a show. They're looking for a concert. They, they don't want things that are going to change their lives. I'm here to tell you, God wants us to repent. God wants us to change. He wants us to experience, experience mercy and grace. Change, new birth. When he says, read, I hear you, I hear you pastor. I'm going to seek you out of the book and read. 14 or 34, 16 of Isaiah. When he says pray, I'm going to do it without ceasing. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. I'm not going to question it. When you talk about forgiveness, pastor, the word of God says, Mark eleven twenty five. 25, when you stand praying, you need to forgive people. Yeah, but, no, 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 you're not hearing me. Get on that channel, get on that CB, turn that thing, get going in the right direction. <laughs> Sister Herring, I want to tell you the ladies over the last few, uh, the word, talking about iron sharpeneth iron. I was so blessed. I was blessed fighting. Sister Maya, contending. Sister Jessica, love. Sister Herring, telling you, you got to love people. You gotta love people. He said, Scripture says you can't, you can't, you can't experience the love of God if you're not willing to learn to love people. 
unconditionally as well. We're not talking about filio or emotional love. We're talking about an unconditional love. A love that looks beyond, I'm keeping score. Love them. Even your enemies love them. Study. 2 Timothy 2.15, Sister Angela, you got to study. Not so you're approved to your pastor or to your wife, but so you're approved unto God. Spend time in the Word of God. Know what it says. We're talking about getting in line, getting on that, 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 that. Anybody remember party lines? <laughs> that goes back, Brother, Brother Tostin, party lines. Sister Elaine? Yeah, I remember that. Pick it up and you, there was no dial tone. And if you're real quiet, you might be able to listen in on another conversation. Man, we got in trouble for that. But you got a direct line to the Lord. You got a line that's got no interference. You want to. I can pick that thing up. Study. Show yourself approved unto God. Be a peacemaker. Matthew 5.19. 5, 5.9, I'm sorry. Blessed are the peacemakers. Holiness. You got to follow peace with all men. Hebrews 12.14. Holiness has to be preached. God is holy. He said, be ye holy. Without it, we can't see the Lord. Giving, 2 Corinthians 9, 7. Brother Tostin used this recently. And as he purposed in his heart, so let himself not give. Give, give not grudgingly or of necessity, but be a cheerful giver. That's just not of your tithes and offerings and money. It's much more than that. Giving of ourselves and putting it all, putting it for us. Being a hearer and a doer, one twenty-two of James. He said, got to be. They didn't have profit because they didn't mix the word with faith in Hebrews 4, verse 2. And faith says, when I hear the voice at the other end saying, come unto me, Sister Tina, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. An invite to the church, to you, to me that says, come on, get on board. You don't have to push yourself away. Whether we've been in an Eli and, and slowly lullabied ourselves to sleep or we've just been a Jonah and just rebelled and walked away, I'm here to tell you today that God wants to talk to you. He wants a relationship with you. Stand with me this morning if you would please. Jesus, when he talked about he that had ears, let him hear in Luke chapter 14, verse 35, one of the other verses that I had set to lay out. He says that as he's beginning to talk to them about forsaking everything else and following him. Is there anybody, anybody feeling, anybody feeling challenged in their spirit to step forward? Not about a show of you coming forward. It's about, it's about a dedication. It's making a step towards God. He said, draw nigh unto God and God will draw nigh unto you. You're waiting in your seat for God to strike you with lightning. 
when in the service lightning is falling, Holy Ghost is falling to those who want to step forward, those that want to reach forward. Would anybody be willing to come to these altars? Sister Haley begins to play. Anybody willing? 